When I was a child, I, I, I looked forward to being a lorry driver or a bus driver. I thought if I sat in a lorry, big lorry or a big bus, something big I'd like to drive. I thought I'd all I'd have to do is sit down, sit down and let all day and keep driving. I thought there was no work involved in it all. Travelling the country and seeing, seeing places. When I came to 15 or 16 years of age, I knew, I probably knew that I would get to Peru. So, thinking of driving a lorry, driving a bus then, to something the best. This is the story of Herman, a bachelor farmer of advancing years, who lives on his own in County Galway, a man without dreams, or so he says. My home is my castle, anyway. Uh, my mother, when she was here, she looked after the grave. She'd be painting it twice a year. But you're, I'm living on my own now. When I come in, I don't be looking at the walls here, the painter or anything. And very seldom I have any people coming in. No. I don't know, it didn't, didn't worry me, like. The house nearly, it's a fairly big house, six or seven rooms. And it's hard to keep, keep the mouth going. I'd be afraid to get married. Well, I, I suppose for the responsibility of getting married. And for, we say, if, if a lady to fire a lady now to marry me, she said she would. No one. I'd be afraid I wouldn't be able to give her a uh, good, good, well, I mean, a good, good time, like. I'd be afraid that I'd ruin her life, that I wouldn't live up to her expectations. Or, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having my own life ruined over it, like, because. I miss it. I'm I'm my own boss. I'm my own man, like I'd be ruined her life. And the funny, that's all that I've ever any time now that I had a girl. They'd all say, "Will I marry her?" Something like Jesus, no, I said, she's a lovely girl, no, indeed. I give her a chance. She could get a better for it, you know. Boy, well, lad, and got married. But with this girl, and I got terrible fond of her. And I suppose I would have married her if she married me. But I never asked her like, but I kept her on too long anyway. She was a nurse. She was nursing down there in the middle of Perth now in Galway. And this, this patient came in now from, I think, from Roscommon. And you know that when you get to the, to the TB hospital, you'd have to spend six months in her or something. So she was nursing this fellow anyway. He happened to be a big, big farmer down in Roscommon. And within two months, she started going to him, she married him. And I was going for about two years and never asked. I suppose you couldn't blame the girl like And I would, I would have, probably would have married her. If she married me, so she married me. <coughs> I, I fixed up this other one in below on Sea Pint when I touched it, then Sol and Galway. Lovely looking girl now. And uh, I, I was talking like that, I was sitting down, I don't know how we got talking anyway. I asked her to dance and she said she wasn't much good at the dancing, you know. So we're talking away and it was a lovely looking girl and I said, we'll do the slow one, we'll dance this one. 
she said, I have an awful sore leg, you know, like this. And I said, maybe you would, we'll go and sew it. And she had a kind of a limp in her leg. Now, you wouldn't know so much. You wouldn't know so much to be dancing, but you know, to be walking. And she was a lovely, lovely girl. But she always told me that, you know, that she could be married and everything only for the, I don't know what she called, limp, I called it, anyway. Liam, I suppose, Liam or something. I don't know, I suppose she might be better off. She didn't get me in there. I think a lot of them girls were off and look at it and get me. Because I'm a kind of a hero scare them, you know. And probably I might have money one week, I might have next week. And probably the poor devils that see more dinner times than dinners. But, you know, that's the one. But I, 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 funny, I had a funny idea that marriage wouldn't work for me, you know. It's funny idea, you know, that, that something had happened. And that would be the cause of it, you know. Like I said before, that I wouldn't be good enough for her, for the girl, you know. Because I suppose I got married, I get, I get sense. Because I have no sense now, you know. I, I, I don't know, I don't know, it's just sweaty. I think she'd like this song too. Whatever it will be. So there's people there's people joining the priests and there's people joining the nuns and there's people getting married and there's people in getting married, you know. So it takes all kind. I mean there has to be a certain amount of bachelors in the country. If I got if they all got married you'd have no bachelors, you couldn't be talking about it anymore. <laughs> I, I don't know, I often wonder, wonder whether I'm sorry or not. But I don't think I'm sorry. There's going to be married all right sometimes, but all the times it mightn't be. Do you know what I mean? <coughs> she could wear up near some night, she came in half drunk or something. So I suppose she'd be, she'd be right too. <coughs> See where the cows are looking at you. We have a great time up here now, though, but this bridge here, there's fishing there. And in summertime, the, you know, the water would go down so low, you'd be able to catch the fish with our hands. And you'd catch trout now, they'd be up, up to half pound weight, nearly a pound weight. I wish we had known when we were young one time, in under the bridge. Sometimes then the river would dry entirely, instead of going to school, we'd go in under the bridge. We'd stay there till three o'clock and we would come home again and make out of at school. I remember one night, we went to, <coughs> no, it was around summertime and the weather was very bad. And the farmers know that if we got a few dry days at all, they'd give you any amount of money to make up the hay, you know, because it had to be up in fine weather. But this Sunday I knew this fellow had an awful hay to make any. And we went with him. <coughs> this is the river in here now, just have a look. <coughs> but we went at the hay anyway. And we got a tinner that evening anyway. 
and two loads of North Lough money, that's it. Which we cycled into Lough Lough, anyway. Went to the pub, but only about six years or something, but only started drinking, so we drank five or six pints all quick. <laughs> and there was a marquee in the town, you know, for dancing on Lough Lough. So we decided to go to the dance, and we went up to the marquee, and it, this, is, this is a queer thing now, but I don't know, should I tell you now? No. We <coughs> went in any to the marquee, so we were well on it. Not to staggering around and it was all bikes that in bikes we could just shoot the birds, you know, painted part and partly two or forty three. And then he went in looking around and the next thing I asked this girl to dance and she danced and I'm laughing. So anyway, I fixed her up and the first thing she said, Have your bike? I said I have. I should live down below the town a small bit and she told me she was living down below the town. Would I carry her home the bike and the bear the bike? I said, oh, why wouldn't I? But the next day anyway she went for her court and the boy said to me are you going that? Are you going that girl? I might say, I. Dear, that one's a tinker. I said. I said, I said she couldn't be a good tinker. But I didn't. But I never shake him out again. I said, Are you a tinker? I'm not a tinker. She says I'm a traveller. <laughs> so, I brought out anyone up in the bar of the bike, anyone down now, just down below the town, and she said, Pull up now around this storm, you know. And wanted a camp in the side of the road. She was a tinker. Then. She was a good-looking tinker now. And I pulled up anyone. I said, come in a while. I will not go into the tide like that. Who's it oh, in? There's no one in. My father and mother had gone to the fair in Bellinslow and they won't tell me there for a couple of days. Said. I said, no, I went in. I, I went in any other it was an awful, I remember it was an awful bright moonlight night. I don't know, not no light, no one to the same as... But I went in any <laughs> So I stood up and said, sit down, you know. I could say no how to sit down. There's not much straw and everything around the place. I said, oh, well, I said... Don't you know well there's no furniture in the camp, she says to me. <laughs> so I sat down the straw and, <laughs> and she sat down the straw beside me and over her frock came up and somebody could see her belly. And I said, sorry no, this is open to the all pure yellow. And I said, what? Have you a yellow yellow belly or something? <laughs> no, no, she said, that's from the smoke, she said, when you light the fire in the camp. The smoke goes all around, you know. And goes up around your legs, up and down your body, and that's how it turns into yellow. And he goes out, the hole, she says. And I says, what hole? The hole in the canvas, sir. Do you know there was a hole in the canvas? We could see the moon out. I said, that, that was the, the show and the light in. And he was, make long story short, and I don't know what happened after that. And he was, to the day again, anyway. For the following Thursday, I think it was Sunday, and I cycled in, anyway, tried a few more pints. I said, they go down, anyway, see what she means. No, down, no sign of her at all. Camp and all was gone. So that was the end of that story. You know, who was looking? Was she looking? Was I looking? I remember fishing here now one, one day. There was a big flood in the river. You know, fishing the water when the flood in the river. I remember catching 11 trout there in about five minutes. But it did end up... I don't know if you ever hear that, and I caught one now and I lifted them up like that and they slip in again. It was about two pound weight. I was telling that to somebody, they said, how is it ordered? The one that goes away is twice as big as the hardly one you catch. <coughs> now wouldn't it be a grand place for a swim? A good while, a long time now, and 
county, and it, well, we weren't we weren't originally from the well, we were originally from, but my father and mother weren't from from Mayo. They were both teachers. I think I think they were teaching Mayo before. I think, as far as I remember now, my my father came first to teach into the school, and he was teaching in some part of Mayo before, and my mother was teaching along with him. They weren't married at the time, so. She applied for the job here then and she got it before the before, and then they got married. So then I suppose I don't know how long you have to be in a county for they say you aren't you aren't to blow in, I think I am to blow in anyway because I'm so long that I'm in the stores barn. And this 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 place then went up for sale. The house now the little bit of land down here, my father bought it. That's why I suppose he knew that I was no good for nothing else, but it would be any good for farming or not. I remember going to, nearly the first time when I went to school first, my father and mother was teaching there, and I didn't mind at all going first, but after a while then I, the one thing I never liked was going to school. In fact, I, I remember there was a drain outside the school one day, and I got out any or something, and I jumped in the drain. I think I, thought, I, think I was going to drown myself because I hated school. But I had to keep going anyway. And uh, I said, go on and to the school up in the mountain now, a place called Skelp. It's supposed to be the highest school in Ireland. So when they said it was, well, that was nearly as high as the university. Just, just so they said the highest school in Ireland, they made it to the best. It was up in a very high hill. <coughs> so I was going there anyway until I was the age of 14. And. I couldn't, I was nobody at all at Mets, and I was all right now at English or Irish or maybe geography, but as the other subjects, I wasn't much good. So when they couldn't teach me anymore here, when they thought I couldn't, that I wouldn't learn to, to send me to school in Galway. Sure, I was there anyway, and I couldn't get any good of me there anyway. But that, isn't that I, I couldn't learn, I, th I thought I couldn't learn anyway, but the way they kept me, they kept me going all the time, you know, against me will. I think the more you're sent against your will, the more stubborn you get. Wait for me and go and go to dress and then and then and then to finish. So they made me do my inter anyway, try failed inter, and that finished me going to school. I came home then and father said you'd better stay at home, you might be able to do something in the land when you haven't been able to do anything in the classroom. I remember him saying that to me. And I remember him, he was terrible strict, I think. He, the funny, I imagine now, even even every all the local that I went to school with now will tell you, you know, that he was very cross, and he he worked to stick an awful lot, I think, more more than he should. And I think I got more 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 beaten than anyone, even though lads will tell you going to school now that he didn't swear you all right, you know, like a, Was any, any, anything at all. I went on the class and his back turned and anything went on the class at all and someone started laughing. I'd, I'd be down for it anyway. He was, I'll tell you, he was, he was great in spots. Like, was, we, were, we were afraid of our life of him. Anything else. Nothing to be afraid of your father in your own house. I remember now there was a room down, the other room now, the parlour used to call it that, the kitchen in the parlour. In the nights now, it's like my father and mother to go down there in the room, like the fire down there. Now, there was no television, right? Really. And then we'd all gather here in the kitchen. And, yeah, well, in the daytime, then if they were in the kitchen, we'd be out in the back kitchen there or something. <laughs> you know, 
Och den som är med hade ju kommit in och den sitter och ner och det var ju... Jag kan ha en grej som jag gör det. Jag tror att jag levde stända upp till... Jag kunde byta bass på tillvärlden till bass. Jag tror att jag satt ner och finnade sig. Jag finnade sig och finnade sig och finnade sig. Jag finnade sig och finnade sig. People will tell you going to school. People all the people will tell you now to school about. You know some people now to up the mountain. That a lot of people came down from the mountain. That him. They're all down out of it now. Like a lot of people lived up the mountain. That him. Up above the where the school is. And some of them now wouldn't have maybe any breakfast in the morning. Come. And she'd know the people and she'd give them. A, she'd have brown bread, cut and slices for them. Even the people tell you they hard about. You know about all time that hard to say to me. You know your father was very tough, but your mother was the best girl in the world. No, I was going to the pub, you know, too, I thought myself too often anyway, nearly every night. Drinking too much, anyway, so. I should be sick in the morning, sick from drinking. Next thing my pocket got sort of sick. But I decided to get out of the thing, and I just was good on it then. Yes, I'd done about a week, and then I didn't, not too hard on the pub, then. Then the second week, then I wasn't feeling too good, and the third week, worse I was getting. <coughs> so I decided to go into the doctor, and then examine his good find nothing wrong with me. So he asked me, did I change my lifestyle or anything? I said, I didn't. I said, I got out of drinking. I said, why is it? I haven't got too much. And he says, what are you doing? Where are you going now? I don't go out at all now. He said, the love of God. He says, I've been since. He says, go out anyway. He says, if you only drink a few minutes, it would go out the crowd and you don't stay at home. Because you're getting that respect down. And so that put me back drinking again. And it was a good excuse to go back for a drink again. <coughs> At the end, he was down in Connemara, and he was, he was walking around. He went to start the church and there was a wedding on the church. So he asked him, said the first when they met out, said, anyway, who's, who's getting married today? Neither sugar, he says. So he walked away and he touched So he went to, came back again in the evening, and the funeral, and he said to him, said to him, said to him who is dead, he says. Neither sugar, he says. He didn't last long, he says. <laughs> he got back in the morning, he said, <laughs> I have four or five pints of what? But you go up and meet the lads and on. <coughs> chatting about the weather and chatting about everything. <coughs> the crops and the weather and the women and the wind and everything. <coughs> then uh, after a while someone tell a good lie, you know. They said, what could you do then but tell a better one? And they go on like that. <laughs> so you try, you try and be trying to beat other fellow all the time. So that's, you know, I don't think it's what the drinkers are until they go to the pub. I mean, the drinkers are there. They go off in the company in the crack. I think, anyway. There'll be a great crack now up there Saturday nights. 
sing song, and now the local lads sing. Lads make up songs, then I don't know how they do it, but they do, they do, they do. But. <coughs> and then Sunday morning, good friend. Hello, Fetch. Lovely morning now. It is. What morning? It's the middle of the day now. What sheep? And why did you find you put them in the room? Well, I, I don't want to do it, but they're looking over. Uh, Patch starts Irish, do you hear me? I tell Mitchell to put them. Huh? I tell Mitchell if I can't sleep in the night no more than a day. You can't sleep? That, um, You're not drinking enough, Patch. Huh? You're not drinking enough. I suppose that could be as well. Uh, that could be as well. Patch, will you be ready now, too, tonight? Aye. You'll be on television? Well, what's that? You've got a camera up there. I'm going to be home. I don't think so, I What's that? What's that? Christmas tree? Yeah. You're getting ready. You're getting in time. Oh, well, I'm afraid that we got to give it out when I want to. Are you there for the fire? Oh, that's no hedge there. Huh? No hedge. I want to keep them stuck in. But if I don't leave, they might put them up and buy some. They'll burn them, so that's They'll burn them now when they get with it. Well, I don't give them the last thing Besides me. <laughs> Got to be a weather. It's only for the rain. Well, should, yeah, we got no rain still now, shall we? It's only for the rain. What's the rain is all the week? I don't know. We should have got this to the rain. Oh, no, it'll be raining now, it's time. I'll look up to it. Do you mind, mind? Are you ready? Are you ready? Well, I don't know, shall that's the way it goes now, then? Huh? That's the way it goes. It's going to take over a pint now, then, right? This one? For a pint? Yeah. She wouldn't drink a pint in the middle of the rain. Yes, I didn't want to go ahead. I went there after the morning. Huh? What time did you get up at? Jesus, up there. I was up to around about six. So you were up all night, I said. Uh, up in bed. I had a seat above the mines and I thought I would take it out here around the bushes and briars. I got up and I put the first corner above. And then it down come down to me. I had to rub it over the road over the road. The ladies told you not to talk so fast, Pat. Why then? I'll be here some more time. Don't tell you to talk. I can't help you because... Come here, don't talk so fast. Talk it easy. Nice and slowly, Pat. Well, I don't know how you know you talk slow, but I don't know how you know you know. How do you like Patch? He lived in his own down there now, and that's the house in there. <coughs> and do you know what he does the whole week? He stays in bed. And he gets up at two, he's up in Tuesday morning, I know how they clock around. And he goes back to Peter's well for the doll, you know, the doll is. But I don't know how he gets in the doll, anyway. But he spins the whole half of the one day. Instead of drinking, he'll come home then eat a bit and go back again the same evening. And he won't go out again for a week, and I said to Martin, I said, he gets an offer sometimes, I don't know. I said, how do you get hungry? No, he said, when you've been in bed, you'll never get hungry, he said. He said, no, if I was off in bed, I'd have to get up to get eat something to eat. But that's his life now, the funny cat that went up for the next 20 years. And he's still, he's still alive. Sometimes when I'm lonesome, I get to... Ireland's own, and uh, you know, a story and things, but I, I read the back page, and it's be written in pen, 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 pen friends, and you read different pen friends. Like a, there's a girl here now from, I just read one of them now. Aries girl, living in Munster, fond of country and western music. Would like to hear from men. Would hear, hear from men. Which big firm or civil servant are a guard? 
anywhere in Ireland. So that's one anywhere. So that one doesn't suit me. Separated mother, this is another one. Separated mother from Westmead. Would like to hear from from men with with respectable with respectable appearance and with with good with good job. So another one here now in Kerry. Would likes animals, especially dogs, wildlife nature, country western and Linda Martin type of music. Would like to hear from anyone interested in marriage. So I I'd probably write a horn now and maybe write a couple of more of them and then you get a rake of letters and we're trying to which which one you to write and which of them to write sorry, which of them would you write it? You know to kill a kill an hour in the evening, writing you have great sport in reading the letters and they come back. Because uh, I put in an ad myself there one time. I said a rich farmer, County Galway. I gave him roughly eight in early sixties. Would like to meet girl or widows with uh, means or house or something. So I was going to Dublin at the time, as, and I never thought, of course, I never dreamt of anything after that. And I came home. There was a big, big. Big, big in when I was at it on about 20 or 30 letters inside it. So they were all mad to get married. It was widow, widow women and ones that separated and girls that never got married. And I, I couldn't buy 20 stamps and write it. 20 of them robbed me. So I picked out three or four of them. And I wrote them. They, they all answered me. They, I remember one girl now, I wrote her a few times. She seemed to be very interested. Like, and she seemed to be a nice girl, but she asked me anyway. Would I meet her? She was from Kerry. And I said, how could we meet any? I said, we could meet in Limerick. And I said, I could get in the bus, because I have the free travel now. And I said, where? And she said, there's a hotel just across from the station. So I said, she'd be there at one o'clock, and, and the bus, my bus, and I came in around half to it, and I went down to the hotel, and I had to look around first, so I went in and had a drink. So I came out, then she said, she'd be there at one o'clock. And I came out anyway. I saw this one coming down, she was looking all around her you know, and I said, that's surely her now. I said, I let her go in and she went in looking for me and she came out. I was still there anyway. But anyway, <laughs> I stood there and she stood there and she came over and I was going to say something, she was going to say something. She walked past again, I suppose she was waiting for me to say something. But then I said, would you be such a bad from Galway? I am, said I. Why, I'm such a woman from Kerry. So we were talking anyway. And I asked her would she like a drink. No, I said she doesn't drink. But I said I'll have a cup of tea. She says. So she came in. And I got a cup of tea anyway, and I asked her would she have a sandwich. No, she said she'd have a biscuit or some some special biscuits. But she, whatever happened, or anyway, that was we were talking, or that was exciting, and she got the biscuit, and the biscuit goes or bread or something. And she started coughing, coughing, coughing. It was an awful way to put it. And yeah, she was coughing so bad. I thought she was going to die or something. But. She said, I'm awful sorry then when she, when she stopped the car. <laughs> but it turned me against her anyway, so she said, Do you know what we'll do now? We'll go down. We'll go down the town. She said, I said, I'm in an awful hurry. She said, There's a cow calf and I have to go back in the next bus. So I said, We'll meet again. I said, We will. But I just happened to go up on the bus, just gone out and I hopped on it. So that finished that anyway. Never. Cow, well, the 
If it was a cold calf and you'd have to be home on the cold calf. Are you with me? And then I wrote to another girl over. And she sent me her photograph anyway. So they had to be wedding up near the place anyway. And I asked her would she come to this wedding. I said she wouldn't. I met her at the wedding anyway. I found her great, great old crackling. Good fun. She was a widow woman. So she asked me down to her house and then I went down and spent a couple of days with her. Then it started to get serious and when things get serious that's what I make it. I don't know. I get excited. Well, didn't excite? I don't know. Get some, when, when things get serious, I get sort of. I sort of panic. I say, no, what is she after me now for the house or the land or is it love her? And then I said, how could I love her or something? She having three kids or something. So she was. I used to get a letter from her. Well, about once a fortnight, I'd write a bit of a letter into her again. Just trying to continue on, keeping an even balance. But I didn't go down then for a long time. And I'd say I'm going down now soon and soon. And I'd always have some excuse. Was some, there was a cow sick or there was a, some excuse. But I was up in the pub there, the local pub there, one Sunday morning. And the pub, something now. Oh, there was, a, there was a, uh, sports up there and the pub was packed for Sunday morning. And the, the girl that's working in the pub, Patricia. You know, it was probably closing at two o'clock or half, too, anyway. But I was talking to the crowd of lads, and the place was full. Like, you see people coming in and out of Pleston or the Marsham, so I was just going to go out around the lads, and Patricia said, You're wanting down there in the corner. I said, Who wants me? There's a girl down there in the corner, she wants And I looked down, and Who was it but this girl? And she had her daughter with her and her boyfriend. So I went down, and she nearly died. And I said, How did how, she find out where I lived and everything? So I think she thought I'd bring her down to the house, anyway. I said, we'll go into Gart now. So I went in the Gart and made a meal in Gart. So we came out, our the daughter's boyfriend had a car. We came out and we went into the pub above and there was music in the pub that night, it was Sunday night. So we had a few dances. And I think she thought that I'd say, well, you'll stay at the night or whatever. I wasn't going to say it because I wasn't prepared any of her. So they went to, drove back to where she was from any of that night. So I didn't see her since. So I'm planning to go down all the time now. I think I'll run, run out of excuses soon. So I suppose when that's over, I'll write again. Some other pin friend, it'll keep me going for another while. Keep me up and fight anyway. I up there, I'll be up there now in the pubs most night, most Sunday nights now. The lad will bend it. I don't understand that a few women. But I, I, I don't know, I like, I like, I don't know, I like. So let's see, can I explain it? I don't like, I wouldn't like to be the one woman all the time, don't know, I'd want to mix still like, I dance with different women, I don't dance to the one woman all, all the night, you know. Why do I taste them? I kiss them, I mean. Somebody said they, 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 they taste them now instead of kissing them, it lasts longer. Remember the first time I went to bed, oh, no, I shouldn't be telling you, I didn't know what to do, and she said, well, it tickled me toes, it tickled her toes, she said, stop, stop. We were all saying, don't, stop, stop, I don't, 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 she said. And I said, stop, stop. And she said, don't, don't. And then she started talking very fast, don't, I don't stop, don't stop, 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 don't stop. No. So I didn't know what to do, didn't I? She was saying, don't, don't, don't stop. And then she started talking very fast, don't stop, don't stop. I don't know. <laughs> stop. You go to bed, you'll sleep, Lord, if you don't. You'll do whatever she tells you, like. 
He said to the carry on, carry on. There's a stop, let's stop. I don't know. But when she said, don't stop, then and stop, stop. I stop, I stop, stop. I don't, I don't. And then I don't stop, you know. So when she went up in the hymns, you wouldn't know what to do. And I never, I never considered myself a good farmer. Fair enough, fair farmer. I was, I suppose, a good farmer years ago. When I was young, fair enough. I wouldn't consider myself a real good farmer. I have the land set now for the last, I suppose, 14 or 15 years because I'm pinching age now and I'm not able to work like I was. So I was set to a neighbour, which and the neighbour is very good to me. Anything I want, he does it for me. Any time I'm sick, he brings me to the doctor, free of charge. And he's a good fella. He looks after her very well and manures it and everything, keeps it going. So I'm quite happy with him. And I think he'll have the use of it while I'm alive now. Now, there's only two of us left now, the family, between my father and mother now. Or six or seven of us, only two of us left now, Patricia and myself. My mother was mad for me to get married. She wanted me to get married right or wrong. And she said, I'd die happy if you were married. Uh, and I said, I'll get married after a while. After a while, she said, it'll be too late after a while.
I go down to the local pub roughly three nights a week. A Friday, Saturday and Sunday. Nice. Nice now. And the most thing you go, go down to the pub because the weekends are the best because lots of money for the weekend. I mightn't have any money Monday or Tuesday when they're talking. And you go up to the pub and you meet just it doesn't for the drink at all you got in the pub, just to meet the lads that went to drink some part of it. Meet the lads in the crack. Someone telling the, maybe someone telling a good joke, but one time making a better joke. Another fella telling a good line. She would like to make a better line with it, you know. She would like to go out and talk on it. So it goes from less to more people come in, a couple of girls come in, you know, chat them up. Very waiting to be chatted up anyway. And then you could say that two hours maybe you'll spend in the pub. It'd be only like half an hour. It'd be like ten hours at home. They go so fast. I'd like to go so fast, like the two hours, two hours in the pub. A few hours sitting down at home, you think to you think to about half a day. So you want some relaxation after the week. You can't go out and have the phone and a bit of crack. So we will have to I think. Maybe at home. When I don't go to the pub then, sure, I used to stay at home and I'm living on my own. I'm lucky enough I have television. If I had television and the radio, I don't know what I'd do. Because all you could do is start thinking, 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 thinking. All kinds of different things. Thinking what I missed and what I didn't miss and what I lost and didn't know. What I drank and what I didn't drink and what I spent and what I didn't spend. And to be all we all bother you. Get your coat out the door and up to the pub. Oh, forget all that. No worries then. You have to have something to drown your worries too. That's the way I look at it. Now, little Miss Mohuchi sat in her tussle sheet in her cards and way. The can be spider, need I down beside her, she don't have to take off away. So A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N. No PQRS to U V W X Y Z. No, Mrs. Brown had triplets. She wasn't satisfied. The next day she had twins because one of the triplets died. So A B C D E F G H I J K L M N. No PQRS to U V W X Y Z. Now there was a man from Nantucket. His daughter named Nan ran away with a man and asked for the bucket and Nan took it. So here we see the E of Now there was a lovely girl in many glass. She had a magnificent ass. Not rounder than pink, but a flowery thing. It was grey, had long ears and it dress. So here we see the E of no pure S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z. Now, Mary McGon, she joined the nuns. She wouldn't let anyone near her. But a little black monk hopped into her bunk. And now to the mother superior. So A-B-C-D-E-F-G-H-I-D-K-L-M-N. No pure S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z. If you enjoyed this documentary, you might like to listen to our other Documentary on One productions. Visit rte.ie forward slash doc on one.